Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. On today's episode, I have another special guest for you. So Kaylee is somebody who I cannot wait for you to meet and get to know a little bit more. She's a mom to two beautiful boys and is a heart-centered, certified digital marketing and SEO consultant. She's on a mission to see women in wellness get their business foundations right. So that they feel confident in their online presence and in control of their marketing. Um, But they can also get really clear about exactly where their next clients are coming from. And the thing that I love about Kaylee is she's a woman who is doing it all. You know, she is a mom, she's running a successful business. um, But in this particular episode too, she also gets vulnerable and opens up and shares about a time in her life as well, um, which also ultimately led her to where she is now. So it's an inspiring and amazing episode and I can't wait for you to take a listen. So super excited. I have the amazing Kaylee on the podcast today and I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit more and for her to not only share her story, but also for you just to see what she does, because I always find it's really inspiring to get women like her on the podcast because, you know, they're doing all the things. They they are running their life. They've got, you know, family and they're running a business and they're doing all the things. And it's really inspiring to have someone like this come on board and, you know, talk a little bit about their world and what they do and, you know, how they make everything happen and what's led them to where they are today as well. So Kaylee, I would love for you to, you know, introduce yourself and um, share a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, But yeah, look, so I am a digital marketing consultant. Um, I've been a digital marketing consultant for a little while now. um, And I get to help women in wellness uh, build their online presence. And it's something that I really really am passionate about. So um, it's taken me a while though to kind of find where I wanted to go and and what I wanted to do. Um, So it's definitely been an interesting journey. It's funny, isn't it? It's always one of those things where you like, you start something and it it evolves as it goes along, isn't it? It's like a, what you, how you start and where you end up are often very different because it just things naturally progress along the way you decide on what you want a little bit more and then you end up where you are (laughs) exactly right and it was so funny because I've been in business now for about seven years and I actually started out um, as a software consultant and I, I got this opportunity to be able to start my business and to be honest I'd never seen myself as wanting to start a business I just never at that time expected that I would have a business um 
And it wasn't until certain life events happened. Um, I'd actually been going through a really tough time with my mum about seven, oh, actually about eight, nine years ago now. And she was going through a battle of cancer and it was such a, you know, horrific time. And I got given this opportunity to start my own business as a software consultant um, because I was working in the legal tech industry prior to that. That was where most of my career was spent. And she was the one that pushed me. She said, you know what, opportunities like this don't come very often. You need to give it a go. And honestly, what have you got to lose? And, you know, her words were obviously so they, they meant so much to me. And so I said to myself at that time, you know, I was getting married. I was actually due to get married three months later. And I said, you know what, I'll, I'll wait until I get married. It'll be all good. Um, and unfortunately, you know, things took um, a, a bad turn and, and my mum did pass away as of uh, just an hour after Christmas Day, which was so ironic. And um, everything was just turned upside down, you know, and I thought, here I am about to get married. My mum's just passed away. I'm going to commit to this business. Like everything was just thrown into disarray. Mm. And um, so looking back on that, you know, it was such, oh, I, it, it was such a, yeah, really up and down time. But I did end up going through with my wedding as much as it was such a hard day. Um, but then after that, you know, once things started to go back to normal, when you have to go back to work and, and so forth, I really thought about, well, what is it that I'm going to do? What am I going to do? She's not here to guide me. And so I did it. I just decided to commit to this opportunity of having my own business as a software consultant in the legal tech industry. And honestly, it's just been an amazing journey ever since. Um, I was able to have a, a, a team of three people um, under me and we were the number one consulting company within Australia. Um, it also meant that I got a business opportunity in the US as well. So I was able to open up my business in New York and have two staff members over there. Um, so that was most of my business career actually. And um, certain things changed uh, in terms of where I wanted to go. I was looking at wanting to have kids and being a software consultant means that you travel a lot. And so what I decided to do was um, work out, well, where do I want to go? What is it that I want to do? And there was certain things that just weren't aligning with um, what I was focusing on for the future. So fast forward to um, now, I'm actually a certified marketing consultant. So I went back and I studied um, because I really went deep on what it is that I love to do. And I brought together my true passions of my love for psychology, but also my love for tech. You know, so many people hate the technology side of anything. And, you know, that just comes naturally to me. And I think being in the software industry really kind of opened my eyes to so much. And so it's something that I really love. So marketing made sense, you know, it, it kind of brought the two together. And so, you know, the other reason as well is focusing on women in wellness is because wellness is in my core, you know, I'm all about wellness. And so it just made sense to, to work with uh, women in wellness, especially now because with COVID and everything that's happened, you know, 
people in the wellness industry are so needed, you know, mindset coaches, um, nutritionists, naturopaths, you know, we all need that more than ever. And so that's why I get to help them with their online presence and amplify their message. And I couldn't be happier. Oh my gosh, what a journey you've been on. Isn't it funny how sometimes when you actually take the time to sort of sit down and like talk about this stuff and you go back over your journey from start to where you are now, you're actually like, wow, I've really been through everything I could probably have been through in such a, like, I mean, it's a short amount of time, but it's not a short amount of time. Um, Oh my gosh, like there's so many angles we could go from here because you've just, (laughs) you've been through so much and you've got so much to share. Um, I think it's, it's so beautiful that despite what you went through with your mum, you know, she was able to have such a big helping hand in where you are now. And that must be just such a like beautiful thing to have and hold on to that if it wasn't for your beautiful mom, you would not literally be where you are right now. And um, I just think that's so amazing and how courageous you are to do it because, you know, going into business is really hard. It's scary. It's daunting. It's every feeling you can imagine. It's exciting too. You know, there's good stuff too, but you know, um, stepping into that in such a difficult time you really should give yourself so much credit and and you know be so proud of yourself and I'm sure your mum's very proud of you too for doing what you've done and look what you've done and achieved like my gosh like you've done it all and you know we haven't spoken about this side of it yet but you're a mum of two beautiful little boys like yes you've got motherhood that you're juggling in amongst all of this as well which is a whole nother side of things that, you know, we can talk about. So I'd love for you to share how it's been for you juggling everything with kids as well, because obviously when you started your business, you hadn't become a mum just yet. Um, And so you've had to adapt into motherhood whilst having a business all at the same time. (laughs) Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's just been a crazy ride, but Um, you know it was always in my life plan to have children it was something that I always knew that I wanted Um, and I just knew that I had to make it happen however that would be you know and I guess when you're starting out when you have kids you just don't know if you can even have children you know there's so many things that you go through and for us it was actually a bit of a struggle to conceive our first um it it took us a long time and it wasn't until we took the reins off and said you know what let's not focus on this anymore let's just kind of go with the flow and not put so much pressure on it that that's when it really started to happen and I was blessed with my firstborn Leo um in April 2016 so definitely wasn't an easy journey but we got there in the end Um, And unfortunately, just I think with everything that happened in the past, you know, kind of being distracted with business, but then losing mum and probably not uh, dealing with the grief as well as I should have, I was hit with postnatal depression. Um, And it was such a challenging time because you want to be there. You want to, you know, do all the right things as a first time mom. And it's such an unknown territory. You know, it's so overwhelming. You've just gone through birth and it's taken so many hours and, oh, it, it's such a journey. So for me, um, it, you know, those first six to 12 months were a really big struggle, but I was lucky enough to be able to pull myself out of that, have the support of my family and friends and kind of just 
make do with what I had. So yeah, it was definitely a challenging time. Um, and if, so even now, four years later, I, I also have my second little boy, Elon. Um, so he was born in March 20. And that was right on the cusp of lockdown too. So it was a really challenging time in that aspect because we were so scared about COVID and, and what, what this could be. Um, and then trying to have a baby at that time was, was quite scary as well. But in a way, it kind of worked out for us really well because we were able to spend more one-on-one -on -one time with him because there wasn't the need to have to go out and attend birthdays and, you know, baptisms and things like that. You were stuck at home. You get to spend one-on-one -on -one time. There's no unannounced un visitors coming your way. So, um, yeah, definitely a journey, but I'm just so grateful that I have my two. Oh, I love that you always look at the silver lining and the positive aspects of things. And that's something that really shines through. And I think that's so important because, you know, that in life we do get thrown things and, you know, there are struggles and there's ups and there's downs, but even in those down moments, there's always something we can kind of be grateful for and, and, you know, hold on to those things. And you're right. Like motherhood is such a journey for everyone. Like it's no one has the same experience. You know, everyone has their own thing that's different from somebody else and everyone's got their own challenges and, exactly. you know, it, it is a journey, but it's nice that we can be able to be really grateful for what we've got regardless. And yeah, I, honestly, having a baby during the whole COVID lockdown thing, I actually can't even imagine because you know obviously when that whole thing started and hit you know where we live um that unknown was such a scary time and when you've just had a baby my gosh like <laughs> I can't even imagine that but it is beautiful that you did get to actually have some time because you know downtime when you have a baby is so needed sometimes you just need and especially number two like I don't know about you but for me having number two was really more challenging in the juggle of it all because you've got this little one who had your undivided attention then all of a sudden you've got a baby and you're like oh my gosh like <laughs> I know and it's just a whole other um thing to deal with you know like you, you you go from having the one and he gets all the attention and then you've got a second and you try and give them equal attention but unfortunately sometimes you know it just doesn't happen that way and no. the little one does need you more because you know that they can't do much when they're newborn so um that was definitely a challenge but um having my husband at home to kind of helped with that because at least my eldest could be distracted by him and yeah. you know so we were kind of blessed in that way um and and that's how I'm taking it it was just you know always that fear of going outside and thinking that we're all going to catch it yeah. um obviously in hindsight now we know that it's you know not how we thought it was going to be um but um yeah definitely an experience yeah and so were you impacted business-wise um with that situation so for me, because I had just had a little one anyway, I did take a step back because um, back then I was actually dealing with lawyers. So because I'd worked in the legal tech industry for so long, um, initially I started helping lawyers with their marketing. And so they were really understanding at the time. And I'd sort of said, you know, I'm going to take a period of time off anyway. So it wasn't too bad um, in terms of my business and where I wanted to go and it kind of just gave me that 
deeper level of time too to really think and go deep on who I wanted to work with. And that's how I come up with women in wellness because um, it just made absolute sense to do so. And it was so funny because I actually had two chance encounters um, with wellness businesses. And one was at the actual maternal health nurse. Um, and we were talking about um, her side business, which is a baby sleep consultant. And she was telling me about her frustrations with an SEO consultant and things that just weren't aligning with what she was after. And then I'd also gone to have a remedial massage and she was telling me her marketing frustrations. And that's kind of how it happened. I, I sort of just, I, I spoke with them. They were, you know, they couldn't believe that someone understood their business. Um, and I just felt like I could bring that heart-centered connection that they really need as part of their marketing too. Yeah, because I think there are so many people like when you look um, on social media, people that do marketing, you know, I think they are, I don't want to stereotype, but I think there are certain type of people that are directing their um, services to, you know, bigger corporations and men in suits and, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And so I think that it's really nice that you you have this like niche in your business where you're actually focusing on women in wellness and, you know, that's a passion of yours. So you've been able to create two passions, put them together and merge it into one beautiful business, into one beautiful little package that just is, is so good to see. And I love that you've done that. And I'm sure that by stepping into this, you know, side of your business, you you would just be enjoying it so much more because it's everything that you love all in one little neat Oh. <laughs> absolutely and it just felt it just felt right you know like as I was saying I, I met these two women just on chance encounters and just knowing that they felt comfortable with me opening up about their marketing concerns and and knowing that I could help them and it just you know sometimes you just have to go with the flow and and trust that what your gut is telling you so it was really funny how it kind of just happened that way um so yeah I'm really grateful for that I think that's a really good takeaway for people listening as well is just to sometimes just go with it and trust that process because it is Absolutely. And I guess we actually just sort of touched on this in the beginning as well it's sort of really just you know it's surprising how things can evolve and develop as you just go along and trust your gut instincts and say yes to the things that feel good to you say no to the things that you're like that doesn't really align that's not really for me and just trust in that and you'll be surprised where it can actually take you and all of a sudden you can be in this whole other spot where you're like I didn't picture this is where I'd be but like I couldn't be happier of where I am and I'm supposed you're the same way it's like you started in the um law side of things and now you're working with women in wellness which in my opinion are you know very very different things <laughs> yes absolutely and and the way to market them is so different so yeah you know completely different ways of thinking you know one's very corporate the other one's more heart-centered connection building trust and all of that kind of stuff so um completely different strategies completely different ways of thinking um so yeah yeah. And so how do you find juggling motherhood and business? You know, because honestly, they, they are big things that take up so much of our time and energy. And I think energy in particular is something as well. But, you know, how do you find that you can juggle the two aspects of your life? It's definitely that just a big juggle. Um, I mean, you know, 
business is hard at the best of times, but then when you've got children to work around too, you know, it's definitely an extra, you know, effort um, to, to kind of get where you need to be. So for me, it was really kind of working out, well, what do I, what do I need, you know? And for me, I really need focus and concentration because I'm so easily distracted. And I guess, you know, having a little one when they're newborn is fine because you know that they're not going to cry as much. Um, and, you know, they've got their routine and they sleep a lot. Whereas when they're now one and a half, which is what my youngest is, um, you know, he's talking so much more and he needs my um, cuddles and he needs so much. So, you know, trying to work with him next to me is just not possible. <laughs> and so, you know, the mum guilt is definitely real. You know, you feel so bad because you, you went into business wanting to have more freedom and, and time with your children, but at the same time, you need to be able to focus. So um, I decided to put my little one in two days a week with uh, family daycare. And um, that's just given me the brain space that I need. I, I really need to focus. I really need to give myself that time um, and also to my clients too you know they deserve my 110 percent they don't deserve someone you know being distracted that you know in the corner so I I decided to just push through and look at the bigger picture and so I still get that freedom and time with them on certain days and then my other days are with um with the babysitter so it just makes absolute sense and then my eldest is in school so you know being able to do that sort of nine till 3 p.m uh workload works really well yeah and i think that's it it is just the juggle like it's there is no right or wrong there is no yes. perfect scenario it is just simply juggling it to best suit you and where you are in life at the moment and making do with it but i think as moms we typically just are really good at being able to manage our time better and you're probably the same where I feel like because I'm a mom and I have a business I'm very intentional with my time you know Absolutely. I'm you know if this is dedicated work time I dedicate my time to my work and then you know I knock off and I try my best to <laughs> shut off my mind from business and go okay now I'm I'm present with my family now. This is like my family time. And um, yeah, but it's one of those things like it's hard to switch off because you're always kind of thinking of both at the same time. Like when you're in work mode, you're still thinking about the kids. And then when you're with the kids, you're still thinking about work. And it's just, it's the constant juggle and just being able to, you know, one way I often describe it is more like managing it. It's not really balancing it because there's no equal balance of the two it's just managing it so we're kind of juggling it all at the same time one ball's in the air one's in your hand you're flicking it around <laughs> exactly right and yeah. you know you've just got to do what works for you you know you've got to find find what works because you know I've got some friends that you know what works for them is not going to work for me and that's okay and so that's what I found works. You know, I feel like two days a week in daycare and then perhaps there's another day that he can spend with his grandparents. You know, um, that kind of gives me three days some weeks as well. So that's really good. Um, and what I also find is getting up before the kids. You know, that's really key to um, as much as, look, I've always been a morning person. I love the mornings. But getting up at 5 a.m. every morning probably isn't something that I've always dreamt of, but I actually enjoy it now. You know, it's taken many months to adjust to that because, 
you know, I don't think you should start getting up at 5am as of tomorrow because it's probably going to set yourself up for failure. But I was sort of slowly doing it. So I, I, my kids get up at seven. So I was saying, okay, let's start by getting up at 6.30, half an hour before them. I did that for a couple of months, went to five, uh, sorry, went to six, then went to 5.30. Um, and so now I'm at 5am and it's just been such an easy transition because now my body's so used to getting up at five, but it means that I get two hours most of the time to just get that solid work done. Yeah, it's actually, that's one of my biggest things that I talk to with my clients is just simply getting up before the kids. And obviously if you're in that that time where you've got babies that aren't sleeping, I do not recommend it. Take all the sleep you can actually get. Yes, absolutely. Just getting up, even sometimes, like you said, just an hour before the kids, you know, it's just that time that you've got, whether you use it for yourself, whether you use it to work on your business or whatever it might be, it's just that guaranteed amount of time that you can have. And it's always nice, I find, because I'm I'm the same as you, um, to get up and get yourself sorted. You're in a good headspace ready for when the kids then get up and you kind of, rather than I know back in the day, I used to kind of get up with the kids because I so wanted my sleep, but I would wake up like sluggish and like, I'm not ready yet to start mummying. I, I just need yes. some like time. Like, but so yeah, it's, that's actually a really good tip for people to have. If they're finding like they're struggling with it all at the, at, at the moment, then, you know, trying just to get up a little bit early and like you've done, you know, gradually get yourself to that point. You don't have to just harshly wake up at five o'clock tomorrow, like you said. (laughs) And, and, And that's key with any goal, right? Is that, you know, jumping into the deep end straight away is just too hard. And, you know, how are we going to build those habits if we're just going to put ourselves in the deep end so just doing it progressively um, really helps me and you know I can't believe I'm getting up at five most mornings I don't do it every morning but most mornings I will Um, but yeah it was funny how you mentioned about the sleep yes my first year of having Yvonne definitely was a struggle and I was literally a zombie because I wasn't getting the sleep so I wouldn't recommend that if you're struggling to sleep absolutely not because I think that first year of you know you having that new one in in your house and they're sort of adjusting to sleep and waking up through the night is such a challenge and really you know you've got to do what works for you and sleep is so important it's only really now that he sleeps through that I'm able to do that that's the thing. And sleep is one of those things where it, it really does affect us mentally and emotionally if we're not getting enough of it. Um, and it's hard with kids because, you know, they go through stages where you might've gotten used to them sleeping eight hours a night and all of a sudden they're not doing that anymore. Or, you know, I'm, I'm lucky my children are, my youngest is five and my eldest is eight. So I now know that I get that solid sleep every night, but yeah, it can be challenging when you're in those days of lack of sleep and you're running your business and you've got a home to attend to and all the other things that you're doing. So um, yeah, making sure you get as much sleep as you possibly can and when you need it. (laughs) So for the mums that are listening that have a, you know, whether we call it a side hustle, whether we call it a business, it's always one of those things where everyone calls it something different. Do you have any advice for them? Because obviously you've you've been through so much in your time. You've managed so much that I'm sure you've got some advice in there that you'd be able to offer. (laughs) Absolutely. So, look, I think, 
you know, really researching your idea or business first is key, you know, making sure you're actually solving a problem. You know, there is so many problems to solve in business, but making sure that there is actually a need for what you're offering um, and, and just helping people solve their problems is key. Um, also getting to know who your ideal client is. I know a lot of people say, look, I just want to be able to help anyone. Uh, but that can be a little bit tricky because sometimes you're not on point with messaging or how you're going to talk to them. And so you end up not really attracting anyone because no one is attracted to what you're saying. So I would definitely suggest to be going deep on your ideal client and spending a lot of time there, you know, going really deep into the psychographics as well. So, you know, what are they thinking and feeling? What are their values? What do they truly believe about themselves? All of those deep questions are really going to help direct your marketing message. Um, and I guess the other one that we probably need to consider too is it's okay to fail. You know, I think we all get we all get so scared of the fear of failure and, you know, we, we don't ever want to fail. But to be honest, I think there's so much knowledge and growth in, in failure. And, and so it might be that you've put a simple social media post out and it didn't get any likes or it didn't get any traction or you didn't get anyone sign up to your masterclass. But that doesn't mean that you give up. You know, it just means that perhaps the messaging was off or, you know, um, maybe they didn't see it enough. It wasn't consistent enough. Maybe you didn't share it enough. So people weren't aware of what you're actually offering. So, you know, I think it's just... It's a whole learning journey business. Um, and I think if you commit to growing yourself as well is part of the entrepreneurial journey, because for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert at heart and I never wanted to put myself out there. And here I am in marketing, you know, like I, I need to be putting myself out there, but I've learned to do that and do it in the most authentic way. But it comes with lots of time to kind of, learn new new skills and new traits and kind of um, just be open to learning, you know, and, and building your personal growth and development, I think is really important too. Oh, such good advice. I couldn't agree more. And I think the fear of failure, I really think you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. I think that is the biggest thing that either stops us from pursuing our goals and dreams in wanting to start a business. It stops us from, you know, wanting to keep going and pursuing because, you know, there are times where it's really hard and it is scary. Like it's very scary. And like you said, putting yourself out there is a whole nother thing as well, especially um, as an introvert, you know, it, it's, it's very daunting and very scary. And I think, you know, taking those baby steps is really a key thing too, you know, just going bit by bit, but, you know, pushing the boundaries each time, I think as well, and stepping out of your comfort zone each time. And you slowly just start building it up, don't you? You get to that Absolutely. point where you're like, this isn't as hard as it once was for me. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you're in a place where you're like, you know what, I can show up on social media and I feel quite confident now. Whereas back when I started this, that was not a thing. And so I think it's just being resilient and keep just taking action, taking steps forward, and that will help you get to where you want to be. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So it's, it's, it's honestly a journey and you've just got to keep pushing through because all of us have gone through the ups and downs. And I think sometimes we might compare ourselves to others that are maybe a bit further on in business and maybe seeing their successes, but we don't actually see what's going on behind closed doors mm -hmm. or what's really happened to get them to that point. And you will be so surprised at how many business owners 
um, have gone through the ups and downs before they got to that success point. And that's okay. So, you know, keep in your own lane, keep um, with your journey and know that if you keep pushing through, you will see the benefits. It's just going to take some time with your personal growth. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've all been guilty of that. Like comparison in particular with social media is we are only seeing the highlights. We're only seeing, you know, we might be seeing somebody's journey so far ahead of where we're at. And yet we're comparing ourselves to somebody that's three years in and we've just begun and we're expecting ourselves to be getting those results. And it it can be hard because it's a real trap you get stuck in. And so I think, you know, if you find yourself doing that, because I've certainly been guilty of it myself, you know, hit unfollow if you need to for a while until you can get yourself to the point, you know, surround yourself by people that are in, you know, where you're at or even just a couple of steps ahead. So you can have that, you know, that goal of like, Oh, this is possible for me. I can do it because I've done it too. But yeah, comparison can be, can be a thing that we can get stuck in. So just remembering that one, you're only seeing the highlight reels and two, somebody's probably so far into their journey from where you're at um, and know that yep that's possible and that's going to be you in time but you might not necessarily be there now and that's okay and to be not so harsh on yourself and and I think also it's celebrating every step along your journey as well because um, you know those small progresses might seem small at the time but they're actually big things and so recognizing that too. That is so crucial. Absolutely. And I I was even guilty of that. You know, I'd just work on something and go, okay, yep, I've achieved that. Move on, move on, move on. And it's so important to share those wins and really admire that because you've come so far and it's, you know, even me putting myself out as an introvert and then kind of start starting to show up and, and do more things on socials and, you know, be more present and just, yeah, it's definitely a journey. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And it's all such great advice for anyone listening to be like, yep, you know what? If these girls can do it, I can do it too. (laughs) Absolutely. Lovely. Well, I have absolutely loved talking to you today. And I just know that so many people are going to get so much out of today's episode and just hearing you and being inspired by what you do and what you've created and, you know, the struggles that you've been through and where you are now. Um, so for listeners that are out there that are like, oh, I'd like to learn more, or they might even have a business and they're like, actually, I'm struggling with some of my marketing side of things and would love some help. Where can listeners find you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can come and join me over on Instagram at Akana Digital um, or even over on Facebook. Um, I am also offering 15-minute connection calls. So, you know, this will be really useful if you just want to get some clarity around your idea. Maybe you've, you are struggling with marketing and, you know, now is the time to really kind of get those foundations set for the new year too. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy for your listeners if they've got any questions about marketing and they just want to have a chat about what they should be focusing on or what direction they need to take. Um, I'd, I'd love to be able to connect. Awesome. So I'm going to put all of those details in the show notes. So if you are driving or you're currently, you know, doing dishes or whatever it might be that you're doing, um, then those links will be in the show notes. So you'll be able to easily um, connect with her over there. Um, I know that she would love to hear from you. So um, lovely. Well, thank you again for being on today's podcast. I've absolutely loved, um, you know, sharing and hearing about your story and, Um, all that you've been through. So um, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Renee.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.